0: Our text for this morning is Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. Listen now for the word of the Lord. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only One thing, Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken away from her. The word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. There was a saint in my last congregation who hated this story. She hated it, and when we would read it in Bible study, the first thing she said was, who does Jesus think does the dishes? Seriously. Martha does them. Martha has always done them. And it seems like she gets the short end of the stick in this story. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But first I want to give Mary her due. She sits and listens. That's all. Just sits and listens. We don't tend to place much value on sitting and listening. We tell women to lean in. We tell little children to speak up. We want leaders who get things done. We put a high premium on work and working hard And Mary just sits there. Surely the pressure to work is not just a modern phenomenon. Surely it was even heavier when all your water had to be drawn by hand and every morsel you ate was won by the sweat of your brow. Surely there was pressure to work and work hard. And Mary just sits there and listens. And Jesus says, it's good to just sit there. Do we dare to believe that? Can we imagine not being what we accomplish in a day? Not measuring ourselves by our productivity. Mary's choice is not passive, it's radical. Instead of just doing something, she sits there. And I hope this is a place where you can just sit and listen church like the rest of our lives can get so busy and it's true there are committees where we could use your insight and wisdom it is true that we could use some liturgists in November or December you can volunteer by seeing Sarah Wines it is true that you yes you could volunteer for the food pantry next month all of that is true and good This community is what we make it together. And it is true that sometimes we just need to sit and rest and soak it in. And if that is what you need, I hope you feel free to do that. Come in late, sit down on a pew, and just let it wash over you. You are welcome to do that here. Jesus says it's good, even. But those dishes are not going to wash themselves. Martha is right about that. Let's be clear, this is not a personality test. You don't check several boxes and find out if you are a Martha or a Mary. We all have Martha and Mary within us the impulse to soak it in, and the impulse to do for others. We have both of those inside of us. And Martha's doing good work here. The people who extend hospitality are the heroes of the Bible. And hospitality takes work. Even if we're just having frozen pizza for dinner, someone has to preheat the oven Someone has to unwrap the pizza, and it helps if there's something to eat it on. Plates are nice. Paper towels will do in a pinch. Even if we're just Martha from the Bible and not Martha Stewart, hospitality still takes work. And Martha does that work. And Jesus doesn't seem to appreciate it at all. Not only that, he seems to be passing judgment on her. Here's what I think it feels like to be Martha in that moment. It feels tight and like there's no way out. It feels like the world is closing in and nothing she does, nothing we do is going to be good enough. And that's the real kicker to be working as hard as you can to please someone else and feel like it's not ever going to be good enough. And then, while you're working, some people have the gall to just sit there. And so, of course, Martha turns to Jesus and says, It's not fair. It never goes well when we tell Jesus it's not fair. He never says, you're right. Instead, he always asks us to step back and reconsider what's really holding us captive. If we're going to hear a word of liberation here, And one thing I always believe is that Jesus seeks our liberation in all situations. So if we're going to hear a word of liberation here, then we need to take a step back and remember two things. First, Jesus knows that the gospel takes work. That loving others takes work. This story is preceded by the Good Samaritan where the whole point is to get off your donkey and go help someone. And at the end of Jesus' life, his last acts before he dies are to kneel and feed his friends and wash their feet. And the text we read last week tells us that the last judgment is decided on the basis of who serves whom. Hospitality and the gospel Take work. And Jesus knows that. That's one thing to remember. The second thing is that Jesus loves Martha. Loves her. And likes her too. He came over to her house for dinner. He calls her friend. He likes her. So if Jesus thinks serving people is worth doing, and he likes Martha, what is going on in his response to her? The words on the page sound flat and scolding, Martha, Martha. But if he loves her, what might it really have sounded like? Could it have been gentle? Martha. Martha. Or could he have even been laughing a bit? Martha! (laughs) There you go again. I believe Jesus sees Martha's resentment and rage. And that he sees what's underneath it and wants to set her free. He invites her into life. He's calling her into freedom. He's not telling her she's not good enough or that with all she's done, it's not enough. He's telling her it's fine. It's fine. With the house a wreck and the toys still all over the place and dinner not ready, it's fine. Look, he says, I'm here and you're here. What else do we need? Wake up. It's all right here. I don't think he points her to Mary because Mary is just sitting per se. I think he points her to Mary because Mary is doing what she's doing with attention and love. Attention and love. And I think that's what he wants to invite Martha into. What he wants her to see, what it looks like to do whatever she's doing with attention and love. That's what real hospitality is. It's paying attention with love. And that kind of loving attention is prayer. No matter what we're doing, whether we are changing a tire or changing a baby's diaper, whether we are sitting in deep contemplation or in a mind-numbing meeting, paying attention with love changes things. Changes us. It changes the interaction. It sets us free from all those shoulds and oughts that run rampant in our heads, allows us to actually see each other and be free. What we pay attention to is what we give ourselves to. When we pay attention with love to whoever or whatever is right in front of us, it sets us free. The roles and responsibilities drop away, and it becomes one child of God with another. The divine light always sparks when we encounter one another with attention and love. I wonder what happened next. Did Martha rage for a little while longer? Did she start to cry? Did Jesus lift her chin so that she'd meet his gaze and see his love? Did they order out for pizza? Or maybe Jesus came into the kitchen to help her. That's what I like to imagine. Whatever it was, Jesus was calling her and us to freedom attention and love amen